Welcome back to another episode of Ends With Z. I'm Juan Fernandez, along with Cecile Munoz and executive producer Sean Moe for our very first podcast of 2021. Welcome, you two. And it's Groundhog's Day, Yes, too. it is. <laughs> and it sure. feels that way in more ways than one. So much has changed since we last talked. Uh, it's a new year, of course. We have a new administration in place in Washington. And even ourselves, we had quite a bit uh, of change in our own lives. We did. The holidays were certainly different for all of us. Mm-hmm. And how were your holidays, Juan? My holidays were, were, were good. I flew to Florida to see my family, which, of course, I was very worried about, too, having to travel. And I have an 82-year-old mom mm-hmm. and a 90-year-old aunt. Mm. Uh, but you know what? I, I, I took the risk of, of going. I was well-masked. I was very careful. And thank God, came back to two negative COVID tests wow. after That's that. Great. So wasn't that great? And um, and I had a chance to see them. When when you have a relative who's 90, you don't know if they're going to be around yeah. next year. And, and my mom, even though she's in amazing shape, mm-hmm. um, I wanted a chance to see her. And, and uh, tomorrow, actually, is the uh, second year anniversary of my dad's death. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's still very raw, I think, the holidays. So I was glad I was there for them. What about you two? Well, this was actually only the second year in my life that I didn't go home for the holidays. So Mm -hmm. it was... Was it rough? It was rough. And it was, you know, sad. And just because of all the loss that my family has experienced this year, it was just one more thing that I couldn't experience with them. Mm -hmm. What kind of loss was that? Well, the loss of my two nephews and Mm -hmm. um, just the loss of not being able to see any of my family or for them to see each other like they normally do. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry, Sean. Yeah. I know that was uh, very, very difficult all in 2020 uh, for you, for your sister and your mom. And I, I think that it's so remarkable at our age, and we're not 20 or 30, to to say it's only the second time in your life that you didn't go home mm-hmm. for the holidays. Yeah. That speaks to how close your family is and, and how important it is for you. And that's a lot of that's a lot of grief. That's a lot of um, change and discomfort that we have to deal with. For me, I was really fortunate. I was able to drive to Arizona. Mm-hmm. I was able to be with my family. Mm-hmm. It, the weather was beautiful. We, we get to be outdoors. And it was really, really small. And we did something really fun which was not my idea. Instead of doing that, I think we talked about it before, instead of doing the white elephant gift exchange, right, right. We're talking about that. we actually played games. And we played the silliest, funniest games. We started playing Pictionary, and no one really exchanged gifts because it just didn't feel right mm-hmm. to, to do that. Um, and we played Pictionary, and then the Pictionary stopped being really Pictionary, and it was trying to paint images of happier times in our life. And you couldn't have guessed it if you weren't part of the family. So right. they were. Uh, and That's it was, so clever. It was really mm-hmm. fun. I mean, they, and then some of them were, were just really kind of silly, embarrassing things. But we all remembered, and it was, it was really, really funny. And it was, it was different. And we just did a lot of talking. Mm-hmm. We did a lot of talking and remembering. That's a really creative way to share family stories. It is. Mm-hmm. And and the little kids, the little kids were, uh, and by the little kids, I mean the great nieces and nephews that are six seven and eight they were trying to get in on the game which was hilarious because they can't really draw (laughs) but it was so sweet they wanted to be so involved and that's where i sat back and i thought you know we lost this moment or these series of moments in our life for many of us we feel like we lost 2020 our birthdays Mm -hmm. and holidays but 
we are still living well beyond that snapshot of just one year because my nieces and nephews, the little ones, the, the, the great nieces and nephews, they were saying that this was the best Christmas ever. They didn't open any presents, mm. but this was the best Christmas ever mm-hmm. because we were all just laughing and they will remember that. Right. So to them, it was it was fun. And that's what I, I thought, you know, we can make positive moments mm. from so much pain. And think about it when you're that little too. one year is, is a lifetime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For us, it's 12 months is, is wow, what happened to the year? But yeah. Yeah. for them, it's everything. Yeah. And of course, getting the news that the vaccines were here mm-hmm. certainly made everybody um, a lot more hopeful. Uh, um, of course, some people are very concerned about the vaccine. I choose to believe in science and, mm-hmm. and what the, the well-educated and well-experienced people are telling us that is the right thing to do. But I think that had something to do with it. I think that mm-hmm. had something to to give us a little bit more sense of you know, the dawn is coming and it's not going to be so bad for so long. Especially after the dark winter, you know, things mm-hmm. got so bad towards the end of last year yeah. and the beginning of this year when we started to see the uh, COVID cases explode after mm-hmm. Thanksgiving travel, uh, Christmas and New mm-hmm. Year's travel. Th- the fact that we do have a vaccine and, and I ask around and I'm still getting a lot of mixed reaction as to whether or not somebody will get the vaccine or not. I've decided for myself, like you, Cecile, I believe in science. I, I want to get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And it's to protect myself and, and to protect others. And um, I just see more of the positive side mm-hmm. of it. Would you get the vaccine, mm-hmm. Sean? Well, I, the reality is if we want life to go back to any type of resemblance mm-hmm. of how it used to be, we will all have to be vaccinated or a, a majority of us will mm-hmm. and around the world, not just in the United States. That's right. For travel, for the, commerce yes, for life. I, I think people need to think more long term than just short term because in the long term, mm-hmm. vaccinations will be required, I think, mm-hmm. for a lot of things that people aren't thinking mm-hmm. about now, like uh, travel and maybe to go to certain events or mm-hmm. to go to certain towns or who knows what else. Right. A coworker had uh, her parents um, uh, vaccinated this weekend and she was explaining the process and um, you need to give them your social security number as part of the process to, mm-hmm. to make the appointment and whatnot. And that immediately made me think, well, why would they need your social security number? Just like Sean's saying, for travel, that would mm-hmm. be a great way to immediately um, flag you as someone who's had the vaccine so you can travel, so you can move around, and, mm-hmm. and you don't have to have maybe something physical with you that shows you've been vaccinated. And also, I think as we're hearing that there's all these mutating strains mm-hmm, of this virus, mm-hmm. boosters or additive uh, vaccines will, I would have presumed, created to address that strain. It's a lot easier to be able to track who gets sure. what based on who's been right. vaccinated. I think that it is testing our belief system as individuals, mm-hmm. uh, the whole notion of who is vaccinated, and who is not, the the um, the data that is out there and, and what it means. Uh, I think it's also testing our our participation in a community mm-hmm. is is how we right. how we are going to citizen. You know, who mm-hmm. am I going to be in a society? And we know that that was completely upended to a way that we haven't seen since the Civil War as Americans mm-hmm. what happened with the insurrection, mm-hmm. which to me is 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 a piece of the what do we believe and what's the truth and what do we do? as again, citizens of, of our individual families or communities and the nation as large and then the, the globe as at large because it is a, a pandemic. Mm-hmm. So I think that I personally feel that 
there is a, a sense, even though there was that horrific civil unrest and insurrection, I think that there's a sense where people are a lot more hopeful, where mm-hmm. people, um, there's still fear, there's still uncertainty, but there's a, almost a feeling of positivity that I started feeling right. uh, the first of the year. Did you feel that? Yeah, and I think um, I was telling you earlier, I'm, I've been watching this uh, series on HBO Max called uh, 30 Monedas, 30 ah. Coins. And there's a very interesting part in there where it says you need to have dark to see light. Mm-hmm. You need mm-hmm. to see uh, the negative side of things before you see the positive side of things. And that's exactly what I was thinking as I was listening to you talk. That indeed, as, as horrible as the insurrection was and, and to see how, so how ugly it became, um, on the other side of it, was was the light, the positive, the people that have stepped up and mm-hmm. and people vowing that something like that never happens again. Mm-hmm. I think it really has tested us to to our core and and it was just the the, the confluence, the coming together mm-hmm. of this global pandemic and this uh, political strains the the which led to the insurrection in these very drastic, drastic behaviors mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. among otherwise a peaceful, happy nation. I remember when we were uh, talking about voting back in the summer in our yep. podcast on voting, one of the things that we were very proud of as a country that, that we mentioned is that every four mm-hmm. years there's a mini coup d'etat and it happens right. very peacefully, very, a transfer of power. That is at the essence who we are as a country and to have that upended just like our life be completely disrupted by the pandemic it could you know it, it has been a lot for us to process and god willing we've been to the darkest part but now we're seeing some light and and so how do we then start finding new sources of energy uh, mm-hmm. because time is finite last mm-hmm. year is gone we know that. january is gone mm-hmm. but energy is something completely different yet it is finite because when we're gone energy is gone but Focusing on how how do we then step into this new year? How do we step into the new year, which parts of it still feel like 2020 is still with us, but how do we then take a new perspective Mm -hmm. on on 2021? Looking ahead, do you both see things as things are going to get better, hopefully quickly, or or, or what's the long run for you both? Eventually. Mm -hmm. I think what we should do is focus on the things that we learned last year Mm -hmm. because those still apply this year Mm -hmm. and build on those Mm -hmm. so we can get to the other side we can't just stop and rest on our laurels or just wait for this virus to finally go away or hope that enough people get vaccinated we have to take an active role in getting there Mm -hmm. i said that to somebody that's really great advice sean and the person very honestly said how, Cecile, how do I build? I'm exhausted, I'm mentally yeah. drained, I'm emotionally wrung out, and I'm physically exhausted. So then I, so I thought about that and I mm-hmm. thought, well, how do, we, how do we create those building blocks one step at a time? Mm-hmm. Well, for me, and I think the three of us, we, we live seeing the glass as, as half full. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we feel what is no longer in that glass, what we lost, then looking at what is good, what was able to come out of that. If we look at the election, irrespective of your party, look at the extraordinary strides we made as Americans. Mm -hmm. We have a woman vice president. That's right. First and foremost, full stop. A a woman Mm -hmm. black president. And then... A woman of color. A woman Mm -hmm. of color. uh, That is, is just extraordinary. I know all of us thought that we would potentially see it in our life, but... If we're honest with ourselves, 
I didn't think so. Sean, you and I had this conversation and I was really worried. I was really worried that the ticket mm-hmm. wouldn't move forward and that's not even my party, uh, th- theoretically. Mm-hmm. But I thought her and and our current president extraordinarily capable. That is amazing. And mm-hmm. then there has also been some other extraordinary movements that I believe is now allowing who governs us to reflect who we are as the people. Mm-hmm. So we the people are beginning to see ourselves truly mm-hmm. more within the government. I was truly hoping that we would have a woman in the White House at some point because I thought it was needed. So many mm-hmm. countries do have women leaders. Um, they're so effective. They do what they need to do. And there's something about a woman's touch that I think is very important. It's and a different perspective yes. that mm-hmm. we haven't had. That's right. That we need. Mm-hmm. We talk in business and in all facets of life, I would hope, about diversity. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, there's diversity of gender, there's diversity of race, but there's a big big, big piece of diversity that's cognitive diversity, diversity of thinking. And the only way you bring that is by bringing people who have different life experiences, mm-hmm. who ha- come from a different way, who are raised differently. Mm-hmm. You know, my cultural norms are, are, are much more similar, Juan, to yours, mm-hmm. but slightly more different than yours, Sean, but yet we can find that common ground. Mm-hmm. And and then when you look at some of the appointments, the other historic milestones that we've made that I so applaud the current administration for, and we have the first open woman transgender mm-hmm. uh, in, uh, in as a, an assistant secretary. Mm-hmm. We have the first openly gay married man mm-hmm. in, a, in a cabinet post who I think is just a brilliant um, choice as uh, Secretary of uh, Transportation. Mm-hmm. A very proud one, too, because during his confirmation hearing, he introduced yes. his husband to the world, to the country, as being such an important part of his life and um, just normalizing what, what's a same-sex marriage um, for everybody. And when you think about that, everybody thought it was so remarkable. Yes, it was very courageous of him to do. Mm-hmm. But if you go back and look at all the other people who have been appointed, they always think they're family. Mm-hmm. And we think, you of have course, your family with it's you normal. Mm-hmm. And so that act of courage, I hope, has begun to normalize mm-hmm. on a greater basis how we see ourselves yeah. and how we build tolerance and acceptance. And so how we build that block to, to continue going forward in 2021, I think it's by looking at through all that pain, through all that darkness, all this goodness, all that, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. Um, you know, in, in, in nature and in science and in physics, things must be subjected to extraordinary pressure. Metal has to be subjected to extraordinary heat and pressure to transform. Right. Mm-hmm. A diamond. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and in us, I think that we are transforming. I think as people, we are transforming. Um, we have a long way to go, but I think so many potentially meaningful things can come out of 2020 into 2021. And we saw a transformation, a pivot, a change or adaptation, if you will, starting on Inauguration Day. Yeah, and I think mm-hmm. it was all welcomed because, let's just be honest, we didn't know what Inauguration Day mm-hmm. was going to look like right. based on what happened on the 6th. Mm-hmm. I think there was a lot of... Um, apprehension and fear of what Mm -hmm. could happen and what we saw was such a beautiful contrast Mm -hmm. it was what we all needed as a nation and to present to the world and i know there was so much fear 
from the 6th to Inauguration Day, those two weeks, there was mm-hmm. so much concern as to what was going to happen around the country. There was rumblings of violence, of other insurrections mm-hmm. happening at state capitals around the United States. Mm-hmm. It was a very rough time. And I know that on Inauguration Day, the majority of us, I know I did, we kind of exhaled and, and saw how, how beautiful it, it, mm-hmm. it all came together. Um, there was that pushback that there wasn't going to be a, a peaceful transfer of power, but in the end, we saw it. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the end, we the people, the goodness of all of us Americans, mm-hmm. the, 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 the commitment to continue to form a more perfect union mm-hmm. came together. And I would also say the commitment to continue to evolve as Americans mm-hmm. because you saw it on that inauguration stage. You saw all a better representation of, of Americans from the people that sang to mm-hmm. I cannot, I will never be able to think about 2021 mm-hmm. without thinking about Amanda Gorman. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Yes. She was so, from the minute she started speaking, she just captivated me and I was hanging on every word. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So the 22-year-old poet laureate, which at 22, mm-hmm. to have that... Uh, talent of course and i love poetry but i'm going to say to me she became this vessel of empathy and pain Mm -hmm. and sorrow she took in all that we felt and i understand Mm -hmm. from doing a lot of research about her as i think everybody else in this country we she was probably the most googled name and she's well (laughs) deserved um I think she had started the poem before, uh, right. before the before the insurrection. She of the was six. midway through when January sixth happened, and yeah. you felt that she she became the vessel of all of our fears, our collective hopes, our collective collective concerns, and the fact that she titled it "The Hill That We Climb" was beautiful, and and it reminded me, Juan, the the mm-hmm. first part of her poem, if I'm gonna. Um, articulate it right to what you were saying about this darkness that we've all felt that we've going through it says where can we find light in this new and never-ending shade the loss we carry a sea we must wade and she set Mm -hmm. the tone of what we were all feeling and that she walked us through to a better to a better place and the fact that that extraordinarily well-spoken brilliant young woman mm-hmm. had mm-hmm. a I believe a stuttering mm-hmm. problem when she was a child again it tells us how much we can achieve how much she has and a, transformed none yeah. of us would have I mean to listen to her speak I mean I just it's still with me obviously it's still mm-hmm. a moment of lightness and goodness that I'm going to carry through and I hope I know that she has inspired millions of people yeah, she was amazing. Mm-hmm. And she'll be back on Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, I didn't know that's that. That's right. She's going to be uh, part of the uh, pregame show. Oh, that's great. Um, so get ready to to experience some more Amanda Gorman. When did you ever think that you would use mm-hmm. those two words together? Mm-hmm. Super Bowl Sunday <laughs> and a poet laureate. Right. How? So when we think about how we're able to adapt and transform and move beyond what's what the pain is, um, I think that 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 is a mm-hmm. just by by juxtaposing the Super Bowl with with a, a poet, and I, and that's what I'm reflecting on in 2021. I'm mm-hmm. thinking, how do I grow from this? How do I, um, how do I become stronger? Especially when I think mm-hmm. there's some days where, you know, the strength and and the energy might be waning, and I think is by realizing that although I 
I'm, we are all dealing with things. I'm mm-hmm. dealing with things that many of them I had no part of causing. I can choose my attitude. I can mm-hmm. choose how I look at the side of the glass that's half empty and the part of the glass mm-hmm. that's half full. And I am now taking it through a prism of looking at from the reverse side of, of a lens. So, mm-hmm. okay, how would somebody else deal with this that I'm experiencing? Mm-hmm. And and sometimes I'm making a mountain out of a molehill when it's not that bad. And then I think of it from a wide lens. Okay, so what does this mean in, in everything else that's happening in my life and, and how bad or mm-hmm. how serious it is it? And then I look at it from a really long lens to say, okay, in a year from now, is this really going to be devastating to me and Mm -hmm. if it's something that is painful today how do I adapt so that I can keep going forward and at every step of the way find moments find inspiration like an Amanda Gorman Mm -hmm. to carry me through I think uh, something Sean said is is something that we can all benefit from which is to think more long term than Mm -hmm. short term Um, we've we'll be at at March before you know it March 13th is Mm -hmm. a day that I remember very clearly which is Mm -hmm. when I stayed home for extended periods of times, just going to to work and and, and coming back. Um, we were just talking. Um, I've just had my first COVID birthday last year. I celebrated it yeah. with friends at a restaurant, um, and we were all together having a good time. So, a lot of us are going to be experiencing firsts, mm-hmm. no matter who you are, where you are. And if you think more long term, like it's okay. I actually was fine with with having a quiet birthday um, this year at home. And you know what? Maybe next year will be better. Mm -hmm. So think more long term because, you know, uh, Valentine's Day is coming up. And then um, what's after that? St. Patrick's Day Mm -hmm. and then Labor Day and all the different July. Right. Fourth of July. It's just going to be a different year because we can't think short term. I don't think. By summer, I even don't even think by early fall we're going to be mm-hmm. back to normal at all. No, no. And I think that that is the truth of it. It uh, for me is, I'm a person as I've said before that I really am, am very goals based, and mm-hmm. I have to check things off mm-hmm. as I'm progressing. Mm-hmm. And so now I really I constantly tell myself re- reverse near term, wide lens, long term, and constantly trying to find those moments of of joy and courage and love and positivity mm-hmm. and ways where I can be innovative in the way that I think and calm myself down because something yet is not happening the way that I want it. Mm-hmm. But look at all the growth. If if somebody were to say to me, as just as an individual, mm-hmm. you're, you're going to have to go through a lot of pain. You're going to have to go through a lot of fear. Your business is going to have to be drastically challenged. Mm-hmm. But if you're willing to go through that, the government will reflect more honestly the citizens of the United States. I would go through it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We send people to war. We send typically young um, minorities to war when they're 18, Mm -hmm. 19, 20 to see the the worst of the worst that man can um, bestow upon each other. Mm And they do it for love of country. So if I, so I, sometimes I tell myself that if at the result of this potentially is that we now have um, a sense of getting back to, to decency and positivity and unity mm-hmm. as a country where we're trying to band stronger together, it's still a long haul, then, then it, was, it was important. And I think it's our mm-hmm. job to, to constantly adjust our attitude 
and our energy and our commitment to ensure that all that pain is not lost. And it's not an easy journey, right? No. Um, when you hear that saying that um, it's worth fighting for, it's worth it, it's never easy. Yeah. And that's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. We're fighting for a better place, a better mm -hmm. country, a better society, a better way to protect ourselves from pandemics, a better way to, to govern, a better way to understand each other, mm -hmm. a better way to be a friend. To live together. To live together. I, I think, you know, I, I, I want to, at the end of all this stress, this enormous amount of pressure, come out uh, a more brilliant, mm -hmm. Diamond, a more brilliant person, a more loving friend, a more compassionate human being, a lot smarter and forcibly having come on to the other side, a lot, a lot stronger. Mm -hmm. And looking forward, looking ahead to, you know, January, February 2022, I'm almost there looking back at, and, and excited about all the topics we're going to cover this year mm -hmm. in this podcast, because we're still going to be in a pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to bring back some of our um, interviews that we've had uh, last year, hopefully, and just some revisit them, right? Some follow-ups. And, and we'd also, of course, love to hear from our listeners as well. If they have an idea they want us to tackle, Absolutely. Um, to go to endswithz.com and um, shoot us a message. know what they're thinking, right? Because what's mattered to you, what has mattered in your life, what has helped you get through through this massive sea of change, and what are you hopeful for? What is the change that you want to see in the world and, and you want to see in yourself? And, and how can we bring some light and attention and some hopefully some really good discussion mm -hmm. to make sure that that happens? I want to just have a nice, peaceful, tranquil slow moving life I'm happy <laughs> that's one thing that's one thing that the the uh, pandemic has taught me that it's okay to slow down i talked about it in our last podcast what we've learned i'm okay with slowing down i'm okay with you know watching a movie on christmas eve with my family and it's just seven of us and that's fine that's good well, I am still trying to learn how to slow down, Juan and Sean. I don't know that down. it's going to happen, but, you know, so sometimes you can come over to my house and you'll see me running circles in the backyard or jumping rope, but uh, hey. but the I dining a, room all I'm, by yourself. Oh, good Lord. It is just, that, that was not a good situation. That is not one of my talents. So what are you looking forward to, Sean? I'm just looking forward to just living and not having to worry about not watching the news because so much crazy stuff right. is happening and and avoiding certain things because you don't want to be bothered by opinions that you don't want to hear. I'm just not trying to cut out the things that aren't necessary. The nice thing is the news cycle has already changed. You turn on the news yes. now and, and me being in the news business, we notice it, we see it. It's almost like we're back to business and that's what I'd like to see. Yes, and, and, and again, is this sense of we've turned the page to a chapter that was really long and really scary, and we're mm -hmm. moving in a different direction, and, and we see it in places that I never thought I would see it. There's a, a financial publication that is predominantly read by people in the mm -hmm. industry. It's it's Barron's Weekly, and it it is littered with facts and figures and data and and technical information and on the cover a couple of weeks ago was the main article was the case for optimism i mean i mm. i stared at it for a good 45 <laughs> seconds and i had to read i said is this barons so i think that this is where where we are as as human beings and there's a lot of of course pieces to that from a financial perspective but 
the fact that that was the 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 main cover story i think is mm -hmm. is something for all of us to take away some some positivity and hope well optimism really does change everything mm -hmm. if, if you're a young family whether or not to have a baby or a second child you have mm -hmm. to feel optimistic mm -hmm. whether you invest in the stock market you have to feel optimistic about the future optimism really fuels everything whether you get out of bed in the morning or not mm -hmm. right in yeah. some days during COVID, mm -hmm. is i have to believe i have to believe that there will be and you fill in the blank and that's the great thing about living right mm -hmm. we get to fill in the blank mm -hmm. we get to choose what we're going to be optimistic about but the one thing we must choose is to continue to be optimistic mm -hmm. Well, if we just look at history, you know, the 1920s, which were called the Roaring Twenties, were a result of the 1918 pandemic and everyone being shut down. And when mm -hmm. the 20s happened and everyone was vaccinated, things exploded. So maybe this will be the optimistic 2020s. I'd love to see I that. I love that, Sean. So <laughs> with that, I, I think that that is the... The high note and the, the point of view, what I'm going to put in my glass so it's half full of that optimism, Sean. So the Roaring Twenties, we're back to, to the Roaring 100 years later, the Roaring Twenties. How are we I gonna, hope so. I really hope so. How we are we going to make this? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, how are we going to make this the Roaring Twenties? Mm -hmm. So let's think about that. Let's, and we'd love our listeners to, to give us some ideas of how would you make this? Uh, a an incredible meaningful decade mm -hmm. after what we went through and it's tough for a lot of people too because it's hard for many to be optimistic when you have three and four kids at home doing uh, school on uh, zoom and you have perhaps somebody in your family who's unemployed and right. you may be the only breadwinner um it takes a lot of work too to pull out that optimism too so um, we have to support the, the the people who may not have um you know mm -hmm. that that fire within them right now because it, it's it's easy to be knocked down when things when, happen to you when things are tough mm -hmm. but i believe from personal experience the way i grew up mm -hmm. and being a business owner for so many years that it is in those you know those moments when the dark the light is so dim that we have to grab onto whatever mm -hmm. whatever optimism whatever hope that that you have to propel you mm -hmm. so that you can keep going and you can thrive. Mm -hmm. We talk about the yin and the yang, the, the light and the dark. I'll just, you know, I've mentioned my mother in the past um, in these podcasts. And when I talk to her on the phone, immediately she goes to that dark place where, oh my God, I'm so worried about you in California. I'm so worried about the pandemic. Uh, a friend of hers from church recently died from COVID. Oh, she sorry. had some mm. pre-existing conditions. And I just listen now and I go, mm-hmm, 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 yeah. That's awful. Yeah, I'm so sorry about that. And then after, um, when I hang up, I consciously make the decision that I want to swing back towards the light. So I have to see that little bit of darkness to make me realize, you know what? I'm not going there. I'm not going down that road. And then I always try to remind her, but look at you. You're in good health. You're mm -hmm. 82. You have two successful children. Your, your grandchildren love you. And, you know, put the rest aside but everybody's different i get it you know i know seniors sometimes worry more about little things and and that's fine I'll, I'll get there at one point but we need to see the dark to see the light we need to see the yin to see the yang i think it's it's really what we've we've noticed in the last year and when we get there when mm -hmm. you get there in those senior years, Juan, <laughs> we will be there to remind you. I need you. 30 more years yeah, to get there. Yeah, <laughs> we will remind you, Juan, of, of the building blocks of how you mm -hmm. pull yourself out of the dark and into the light. But isn't that great that, that having that awareness, which we've talked about so much on this podcast, having awareness is so key 
it I, I could follow down that rabbit hole of negativity as well, but I tell myself, you know, I don't want to do it. Yeah. It's it's a it's a muscle, it's a choice that you can exercise. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's very, very difficult and for some far more difficult mm-hmm. than others. But it is possible. It's always available to you every day, mm-hmm. every hour, every mm-hmm. minute. You can make that choice. So if you didn't make it five minutes ago, you can make it now. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. I work for somebody. So whether or not the business does well, my paycheck clears every Friday. You two are both business owners um, with responsibilities to your business. How, how do you stay optimistic, Sean, with, with your business? And let our viewer, our, our listeners know what kind of business you have. Well, I own, I have a vintage furniture store mm-hmm. and I do interior design as well as other consulting. And I just think of how far I've come. Because you're always so zen. When I see Sean, it's like the, the, the peaceful zen guy in the room. In the 20 years we've known you, and plus, you've always plus been like years. this. Wow, really? No, yes. No kidding. So that's why, like, and then I think, my goodness, he has a business. Perhaps people haven't been coming by. I don't know. I don't know everything that, that you deal with. Right. Yet you still come across as, I'm okay. Well, if I come across as not okay, then things won't be okay. Mm-hmm. You have to see it to be it. So I just try to keep things in perspective and do the best I can and hope things will change or be better the next day. That's... But I think that guides him, don't you think, Cecile? Mm-hmm. That that calm, uh, like the, the, what do they call it? The ship, the stern, the whatever it is. Um, when that ship goes through the, the water, just that, that peace that he has, I think just guides him forward. Well, I think so. And I, I think, I don't know. Sean. I, I think that it also, it also helps me in the work that we do together, Sean. I too realize that I have to, I, I, I have to keep it together. Um, I, I take a different, slightly different perspective. I think of uh, failure is not an option. Mm-hmm. I may change courses, I may change tracks, but failure is not an option. And I'm, and it's more in line with my personality, but I have benefited greatly from Cecile, slow down, calm down, take a breath. Uh, or as sometimes you've, you've told me when, when you were handling the, the design of my house and I went out and bought a bunch of ridiculous things and you said, where are you going to put it? And I said, I don't know. Come That's to find what he out. said today when yeah. he walked in. Is that mirror going to fit on that wall? So yeah. And come to find out a lot of that stuff didn't. And I'm the kind of person that wants everything done yesterday when we moved into our new building and we were mm-hmm. consulting. It was 45 days before Christmas and I was already talking about the Christmas tree and you said the furniture is not even in the office yet Cecile so see that calm he brings that he brings calm that calm that that yeah. sage wisdom and mm-hmm. that's why well. finding these pillars of support love and strength you look surprised John it's no, so important no I you know I, you never know how you're perceived so well we love you so I don't think you know, I'm frenetic but don't change don't go change. <laughs> Don't change because then I have to rethink the way I live. Um, well, thank you. But I do appreciate all the support. And I mm-hmm. think that as as a final thought that I'd like to share is I am grateful for the community that I have built around me mm-hmm. based on my family and my friends and people that are like family like you um, that have given me that steady guidance that have kept me grounded when I wanted to, you know, go into the stratosphere of worry or anger or whatnot, because I am a very passionate person. 
but also that have made me laugh um, when I just wanted to keep crying or made my birthday really special just by doing a Zoom. You know, mm -hmm. um, I, I thank you guys for all of that. And I count on your strength and your courage mm -hmm. to keep me moving forward in 2021. Well, friendships are very important. You know, we've mm -hmm. all been together 20 years. We've known each other for 20 years. Mm -hmm. And 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 you see in our journey, here we are, the three together, uh, sharing our lives in this podcast. Um, along that 20-year road, a lot of people have dropped off, mm -hmm. you know. And I think when 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 people aren't necessarily, you know, on the same road you are, they do drop off. They mm -hmm. can't, they feel maybe they can't compete or they can't, or they just can't ride along with us. So I think, um, again, friendships are very important. And I think um, we have to be thankful for the ones we have, right? Yeah. And I think that's going to be something uh, that we're gonna talk about in our next po uh, podcast. Something that Sean brought up to us, mm -hmm. and I'm excited to cover mm -hmm. that, is the, the redefinition of friendship and, and what mm -hmm. that means and certainly what we've learned from that. Um, in 2020 mm -hmm. and, and how we're going to evolve and, and strengthen that in 2021. Yep, friendships that um, we may think of as, as our type of friendships or the friendships we've made up in our lives like uh, the barista at the uh, Starbucks yeah. or the or lady the gym. at the gym and, and whatnot. So yeah, there's a, a lot of exciting topics we're going to be covering this year. I really want to hold on to that thought, mm -hmm. uh, what you shared, and, and you're right. A hundred years ago, we were coming out of the pandemic, the Spanish mm -hmm. flu back That's then, right. and and it was the Roaring Twenties. A hundred years ago, so here we are again in the Twenties, and how are we going to make this decade the Roaring Twenties? How are we going to change it? How are we going to reinvent ourselves and make things better and come out of this period of darkness roaring and we're just getting started that's right mm -hmm. and with that we kick off the ends with z 2021 season thanks so much for listening don't forget we'd love to hear from you over at endswithz.com and if you like what you hear please tell your friends for cecile munoz and executive producer sean moe i'm juan fernandez have a great one because above all else you matter <laughs>